You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Welcome to episode 10 of Three Geeky Ladies. I'm Elisa Pacelli, one of your co-hosts, and with me as always are Suze Gilbert. Hi, everyone. And Vicki Stokes. Hello. How is everyone tonight? Tired. Yeah. <laughs> You've had a busy weekend, Suze. I know. Class reunions are not a good thing. I'm too old. <laughs> So before we get started tonight, I just want to do a little bit of uh, shameless self-promotion one more time. Our own MyMac.com writer, Donnie Yankelo's new book on iTunes, the bookstore, Looking for a Dinosaur, is still available for 99 cents, at least it is as of today. I'm not sure how long he's going to keep it that way, but it's been doing really well. It's for ages preschool to grade two, and you do need iBooks to read it, but it's a nice, a nice book about dinosaurs. It's 99 cents. Also in that same vein, Donnie has designed the cover for both of my son's books. The first one is called The Teacher That Didn't Teach. It's 99 cents on the Kindle ebook store, and it's also available as a paperback. And as of yesterday, Shane's latest book has been released on Amazon called The Teacher That Taught Too Much. It's available in paperback for $7.99 in the Kindle store. The ebook should be available sometime in October. And all these books will be linked in the show notes, so we would appreciate it if you just took a, took a look at those. Uh, we'd also appreciate it if you'd leave, leave us a review or a rating in iTunes. Um, you know, just, just a star rating or a written review would be very much appreciated. And join our Facebook page at facebook.com slash 3geekyladies. And the final thing I wanted to mention is... We have a contest to win the iPad app called Write PDF, and all we want you to do is to enter our contest is leave us a comment. Tell us, tell us what you think of the show. Uh, give us an idea for a future episode, or just say hi. So you can go to either threegeekyladies.com, which is the number three spelled out, or we're cross-posting to mymac.com. And you can leave it under the episode 10 show notes there. So we'd like to give this, this app away. Hey, it's a free app. And we're also going to link that in the show notes so you can see what it's all about. So now that we've got the business portion out of the way, we will go into our topic, which is books and reading on different devices. So Vicki, how about you start this week? Okay. Um, I, I'll start with the iPad, iPhone iPod. Uh, there's a reader called Blue Fire Reader that I use. It's an um, app uh, for uh, EPUB and PDF ebooks uh, from stores and libraries around the world. Um, it's free and it's, it's, it's the public domain book. So if you are interested in getting some of the classics, um, uh, that's the way to go. They don't have all of them, which was, I was surprised because I thought, okay, these are all free. So why wouldn't you have all of them? I don't understand why that is. Um, but um, I got a lot, a number of collections, such as some of the works of Plato and Homer, some of that dry stuff <laughs> that you, your, your, your kids or somebody who's studying, studying philosophy would want to have. And um, let me go to the app um, and look at the rest of my stuff. 
But uh, what I, what, on the iPad, you actually have to have it in the PDF format. It doesn't um, appear to, when I try to download it, obviously EPUB doesn't work very, doesn't work on um, the iPad. So you have to have the PDF. And, and as a result, it's just a clunky little PDF file. They use Adobe Content Server, so that's the reason why it's only EPUB and, uh, and PDFs. But you are able to annotate and highlight, look up definitions. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to do that with any of my books. When I tried to select information on it, um, it just didn't work. Maybe because it's, that only works under the PDF format. Um, it's, it's, so if you don't have, um, if all you have is the iPad and the uh, iPod, you might just want to just print it out and highlight it. You know the old-fashioned way, but um, I have a lot of, of books. I got The Great Gatsby. I got Treasure Island, Iliad and uh, Odyssey, a bunch of different books that you can you you can have, and um, it's a really good good app. It's free. Like I said before, it's sort of clunky, but it does the job. If you want, really want to be able to see, I have access to uh, some of the classic works. It's the way to go. Um, I'm sure there's another, there are other apps uh, out there. Uh, I believe one of you mentioned one of them, uh, another app for free ebooks. Uh, was that you, Suze or Elisa? Stanza? Stanza. Stanza, yeah. Stanza yeah. Stanza's one of them. Um, it can be, I believe Stanza can be multiple formats. I did, let me find that on my, on my device. I'm sorry, you guys. I wasn't prepared to mention Stanza. I use Stanza for a lot of my um, texts and uh, uh, books. It's I think it's a bit more robust than the Blue Fire Reader. If you need access to those uh, classics, that's the way to go. And there's obviously these are public domain books that we're talking about. We're not talking about purchasing. There's nothing in any of these apps that allows you to purchase books. So that's it for me. I, I like Stanza as far as classics. I think, you know, if people want to get into reading the classics, I think they do a really nice job offering a lot of free classic books and also um, the way that it's laid out to read. I really like it. You know, it's not it's not iBooks. You're not going to have definitions and, and everything. But, you know, like if, say, for instance, I have uh, T.S. Eliot, you know, The Wasteland. Um, I love A Room with a View. I'm rereading that. So I, I think it's really nice. I found another one this week called The Notebooks of Leonardo da Vinci. So, you know, for, you know, for people that want some free books, the thing is, is that it doesn't necessarily have graphics. You know, it's pretty much text-oriented, so people need yeah. to know that. Blue Fire is the same way. Yeah. But, I, you know, I think Stan's is good. And I think, aren't they hooked up with the Gutenberg Berg, yes, uh, project? Yes, both of them yeah. are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so... A lot of free stuff there. And of course, Stanza is just like um, the Blue Fire. They give you that first one, Alice in Wonderland, the Adventures in Alice's Adventures in Wonderland, saying it's the iBooks. Uh, that's the typical free book, but if you really want to enjoy it, you need to go to the iPad version and the iBooks version. It is beautiful. Yeah. I think I love iBooks. I really do. And I like, I like the Kindle too. I, those are probably my two favorite book apps on the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, w- did we want to talk about the Nook for a second Elisa because I think the Nook has a f- 
a long way to go to be compatible with the iPad as far as graphics are concerned. Well, you had mentioned the Kindle app, and I do like that for reading. However, mm-hmm. reading a magazine on the Kindle app for iPad is horrible. Really? I have never, I've never read a magazine on the Kindle app, just books. It is, to read a magazine on the Kindle app versus reading it in newsstands is night and day. Night and day. Um, I was telling Vicki before we recorded that as listeners to the show know, we like free. And the Amazon was offering some magazines a few weeks ago at no charge. Uh, you, It was basically um, instead of just downloading it and then saying, I'm going to try this for 30 days and then subscribe, it was a free, no questions asked. So I said, let me download these magazines. I, watch, I read them on my Kindle Fire. And I read them on my Kindle app for iPad. And it's just an awful experience. It doesn't scroll well. You it's you cannot click on the links to bring you to another, do you know, to bring you to uh, the app if you're looking at an, uh, an advertisement and you're like, hey, I really like that dress. Let me go to the website right. and look at it. You can't click on it like you can on newsstand. There's no interactivity if you're reading a cooking magazine. There's no little videos that show you someone making that recipe. Uh, or the letter to the editor. A lot of times in the in magazines, a letter to the editor, they will record it. So you can listen to the person speaking instead of just reading about it, about what the magazine is about. There's just no interactivity. It's very clunky. It's It was not, it was awful. I, could, I just kept, I didn't read anything. It was hard to read. Um, actually, I've got, the, I've got the Kindle Fire in my hands right now, and the pages don't scroll very nicely like they do on the iPad in newsstand. It's just, it's not a good experience. Whereas what I did yesterday is my husband gets a subscription to Sports Illustrated. They offer a free digital copy. Some magazines you have to pay separate, some will give you a free. They offer free, so I, so I registered for it. And I don't read Sports Illustrated myself, but it's unbelievable. You look at it, the pages scroll beautifully. I'm looking at it right now. They have live um, live Twitter feeds of different sports writers. Mm-hmm. So you can click on the name of the sports writer and see their current – you know, this is, again, you have to be hooked up to the internet. But you have a live Twitter feed of what they're, what they're talking about. Um, they have – let me see. They have little videos within the stories. They have photos within the stories that you can just scroll through the photos. And so it's having, having just one photo, they could have 10 photos on a, particular, on a particular topic. They have a page here I'm looking at that says up to the minute news. So right now it's showing that the Patriots beat the, the Bills 52. Oh, yeah, I missed that game today. Thank God the real refs are back. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so it's showing, it's showing some football scores. It's showing some baseball scores. It's showing, okay, two hours and eight minutes ago, the Tigers edged the Twins. Um, you know, so it's showing real-time, up-to-the-minute news. It's got the Twitter feed on the next page. So it's a lot of interactivity. And if you do click on something that brings you to a web page, it opens within the app. So as soon as you're done reading whatever it is you want to read in that web page, you click the close button and you're back to where you were in newsstand. I'm sorry, in, within the magazine. So you don't have to go back and open it again. That's nice. The other thing I also liked about this, which reminded me, if I close this app and I reopen Sports Illustrated, it brings me right to where I left off. So it bookmarks I, it. 
Yes. Yeah. Whereas cool. with the Kindle app, it brings me back to the cover. Mm. And I have to remember, where was I? And I scroll, 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 scroll. Okay, this is where I left off. It's, it's a night and day experience. And huh. I love the Kindle. To read on, love, 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 love the Kindle. To read a magazine, no. I would never subscribe to a magazine yeah. through, through Amazon. If I were to, scri- if I were to scri- subscribe to a digital magazine, it would only be through the iPad. Hmm. I would never Free is fine, but to actually pay for it, never. Well, that brings me up because we were um, just mentioning about that, about Xenio. I I think I just mentioned to you both that Mm -hmm. I have two magazine subscriptions. I get the hard copy, but I opted to get the digital copy on the iPad via Xenio. And they've had some recent updates on Xenio, and I really, really love it. I think it's very easy to read. If you end up getting – I have Plein Air magazine. That's one of the magazines I have – on Xenio. And so it's really nice because it's all archived. All of the issues that I have, once you download them into Xenio, they're there. And so many times the digital content will have uh, more, say for instance, they'll give you uh, more artist work that you can see, and they'll also give you videos. Now, if you don't have an active Wi-Fi connection, so if your iPad is Wi-Fi only, you have to definitely have a Wi-Fi connection for the videos. But if you don't care about the videos and you just want to read the magazine, say, for instance, on an airplane, it's perfect. It, it does a beautiful job as far as flipping the pages. Um, you know, you're able to um, pinch and zoom, which I love, you know, if you really want to look at something in a little more detailed. Very high quality resolution. I really like my magazines on Xenio. And I, I'm thrilled that I'm able to, you know, get some of the digital magazines um, on that, I also have Artist and Illustrator, uh, a subscription to that, and that's a British magazine, and that again is just really beautiful. So, but they have a lot of subscriptions. They have iPhone Life, they have MacWorld. If you go and you um, explore, if you click the Explore when you open up Xenio, you get to kind of like look at maybe the first two pages, you know, almost like a demo of a magazine that you want to read. And then you can opt. What I like about it, you can either buy one issue or you can buy a subscription. Because many times if, uh, if there's an issue, I don't want a subscription, but I just want the issue. Five bucks for an issue, I don't, you know, that's what you would pay for a hard copy, but it's on your iPad. So I, I, I happen to like Xenio. I do. I, do. I, I did too. Uh, that was actually one of my apps I wanted uh, to mention. And that's, oh, that's the way it's sorry, actually. Sorry. No, 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 no. no. Uh, <laughs> we have lots of stuff to talk about. Um, but that's where I actually read my Macworld um I, I don't have. I used to get the paper copy of it, and it was just set in a room, and I just never looked at it. Um, I prefer to look at it now on an iPad. And at first, I did not like it because the pages looked really small. But I got used to it. You know, when I really just want to read the article, you can click on it, and then yeah. just it'll, it'll just go to a text mode if you want to. Yeah. And um, you can just read the article, and you can go back and then to the page, and you, there's the graphics and everything. I thought it was sort of clunky at first, but I'm used to it, and it, it really works. I don't like that it sort of lays the pages out in a weird way, where it's like you, you lay the magazine out side by side. I found that to resolve that is to stop looking at it in a landscape mode. Because <laughs> I'm so well, you used to looking at a book in a, in, a, in a landscape mode. In the portrait mode, it becomes like a single page again. So I like yeah. that. Yeah. 
But you know what I like about it is it, it has like a little shelf on the bottom. So when you tap that, you can go to a page or an article that you want. You don't yes. have to, you know, swipe through, which I've, I think that's very effective. I like that yeah. um, ability to do that. But I, I've been very, very pleased. And, and like you said, Vicki, I like the fact that you could have an entire library of, of a certain magazine where, you know, before I used to throw them out or recycle them. I thought, oh, geez, I wish I had ripped out that article before, you know, I mm-hmm. gave it, you know, to the recycle and bin. I, and I don't want to be a hoarder. You know, you quickly become a hoarder of all these different magazines. Just digital hoarding. That's okay. We can be digital hoarders. (laughs) Now, I'm not sure with Newsstand, but with Zinio, because I had a subscription a few years ago, but I think I did it on my Mac. It was before the iPad. If you deleted one of your your magazines, you can just go back in and re-download it. Yes. So it's similar to... um, to apps. Yeah, it is. It is. You know, where if you delete one, you still own it. You can just re-download it. You still yep. own it forever. Yeah, so, like the nice. aud- so, so like the Audible books, you know, I, I haven't had been an Audible, Audible subscriber in like five years and I looked back on my account. I still had access to all those old audio books that I had and it made me, made me want to buy some more audio books when I realized right. this. Well, yeah, because you paid for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty cool. But I want to be one other thing about Newsstand. I was jumping in, I'm sorry. Um, you know, the last episode we talked about the cooking apps. Well, I yeah. downloaded the, the Cook's Illustrated magazine to Newsstand. Unbelievably beautiful. You got to get that magazine That's on good to know. Newsstand. Uh, today, you will love it. I will love it. Because, yeah. yeah. you know, I like I like Newsstand as well. So for those listeners that are uncertain about, you know, Xenio or Newsstand, the only reason that I use Xenio is because I can only get, you know, Artist and Illustrator and Plein Air on Xenio. But I have, um, on Newsstand, it, it does the same thing. You tap and it brings you to the page that you want. You can use it landscape or portrait. Like Vicki said, if you use it in portrait, you get one page. If you use newsstand, I mean, excuse me, landscape, you you get both pages. But I think they've done a really nice job with um, with newsstand as well. I, I, I yeah, like it. Was, it. it wasn't that great in the beginning. It was just really oh, this is no. Awful. But they've improved it. But Vicky. It's gotten better. And, and, yeah. and I, you know, I get the Artist magazine. It's a again, it's a British magazine on newsstand, which I'm thrilled that they have like foreign subscriptions that you can purchase. But you, again, you can buy one issue or you can get a uh, subscription. And then when you own that issue or own that subscription, you own them all, you know. So like Elisa said, if you delete it, you still have it, which is really nice, you know. Yeah. I, I think they've done a nice job. They do a better job, I think, with previews too because you can preview and then you can look at the contents before you buy something, which is nice. I, I don't know if uh, – I'm using your word. Uh, but I, I, I don't know if it's just for – Cooks Illustrated, but I just noticed that when I went to Newsstand to look at the magazine, and um, when I le- went out and went back and looked at on my dock, Cooks Illustrated magazine was right there on my dock. I didn't have to go back to Newsstand to get to it. Yes. Yep. So that's yeah. the same way because okay. I have the same thing with Sports Illustrated. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because Newsstand it doesn't do, it didn't do that with Macro though, so I don't know why they didn't do it with the Macro, but it did with the mm. magazine. Maybe it's an update. Yeah, maybe. Since the last time you opened up Macworld? I don't know. What I'm curious about, though, is why isn't Amazon... No, it's not Amazon. Why the... 
I think the way this works is the publishers are creating this content mm-hmm. that works in newsstands so we can see that interactive video and all these wonderful things that we've been saying about newsstand. Why aren't they doing yeah, that? Yeah, I can't. I'm just thinking you that. You know, especially <laughs> if you are using, if you're buying it off of Amazon, but you're using the Kindle app on your iPad, so you've got the same device, whether you're reading Zinio or Newsstand or Kindle app, why aren't they doing it so that you can read Macworld or Cooks Illustrated on your Kindle app and have that same wonderful interactivity that you would have if you're using it on Zinio or using it on Newsstand? Is it an Apple requirement, you know, stipulation, or is it because the... Um, the publishers feel that people aren't using it on Amazon as much as they're using it with with Apple. I don't know. I don't know. But I will I will never, like I said, I will never spend money on a, a subscription or just a single purchase, single magazine issue. I will never do it through Amazon to be read on the Kindle app. It will only be on the on the iPad through either Zinio or Newsstand. You have a Kindle Fire, right? I have a Kindle Fire. How does magazines look on that? It's terrible. Really? I have it op- yeah, I have it open right now. It's terrible. I mean, it does. It, it has a lot of the same thing where you can switch it to portrait and landscape, and it's got the little bar at the bottom so you can jump to another page. But if I'm looking at an ad, like this is a, an ad for light bulbs, if I click on it, nothing happens. Absolutely wow. nothing happens. You know, to bring me to that website. The Kindle app is the same kind of experience as the Kindle as it on the Kindle Fire. Correct. Whereas if I'm reading this, if I was reading this in newsstand and I clicked on the ad, like I said with Sports Illustrated, I clicked on an ad, a browser window opens within the app, brings me to that ad. I look at the ad. I hit the close button, or the, I can't remember now if it's the close or back. But that window closes, and I'm back to where I was in Sports Illustrated, and I can continue with my reading. There's no so activity. This, this is this is this is Kindle. It's, it's Amazon. So it's not Apple. If both if the Kindle app and the magazine on Kindle Fire are behaving the same way. Yeah. Because Kindle Fire is supposed to be like the iPad, isn't it? Well, it's supposed to be, but there's no comparison. <laughs> I mean, I do like this. Yes. But that's a shame. They need to work on that. Yeah, but I'm so so I'm wondering if maybe the publishers are saying there's not enough people to justify the cost of doing those extras or if the operating system can't handle it. I, I honestly don't know. Maybe. Yeah. But I, yeah. those extras make me want to buy the magazine. I stopped reading magazines. Oh, and absolutely. then I started looking at the experience is so rich and so much fun. Yeah. I mean, when you can look at a cook magazine, when you can look at some sort of cooking magazine and it says, this is how you, um, you know, saute you don't know what saute is this is what it is and they can show you at the oven you know at the cooktop this is what sauteing is or this is what it means to you know one of my uh, like when you whip whip to peak like till it has stiff peaks when it's like when you're making cream or something mm-hmm. it's like well what does that mm-hmm. mean they can actually show you what that means oh okay now i get it being a visual learner perfect for me suze with your painting when they tell mm-hmm. you how to do a technique and you're like what Oh, okay, now I get it, because you saw the artist doing that technique. I think it's really brilliant of the publishers to add video content. I really like that. However, 
You know, with subscriptions, I know magazine and newspapers have had it really, um, they've had a lot of difficulty, you know, with subscribers and keeping up their their um, subscriber uh, quotas. But the thing is, it's still very expensive. You know, if you if you think about it, if you get a if you want to get a subscription to SI, there's always specials. I know I would always get SI for my boys, but now that it's available on the iPad, it's not such a deal anymore. You know, and I I hope they kind of even they balance that out because I would much rather read it on my device rather than you know have my boys look at it and you know throw it in the recycle bin you know to me there's they're saving money on on the waste on the on the hard copy so why not make the digital copy a little cuz you know once they do a high quality scan or however they get it onto the the content onto the uh, into this digital subscription you know it it shouldn't be as much or more than a regular subscription that that's that's my only complaint a little bit yeah, yeah, we should clarify that. This is the ma- the, the magazine company. It's not Kindle doing this. So I, 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 no, I, 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 I realize that. I'm I, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not yeah. saying that. No, but I'm saying that, you know, if you want to keep your subscriber up and you know the iPad is popular, you know the iPhone is popular and people will read digital content. I, I never, we've canceled all our newspaper subscriptions because we read all the content on our iPad, we'll get the we'll, we usually get the digital subscription, like for instance, Dallas Morning News, on our iPad. We'd rather read it on our iPad. You know, you don't have to share. We can each read it side by side, my husband and myself. So, but I'm, what I'm saying is the cost of the subscription. You know, I think it's cheaper in the long run for them to offer digital subscriptions, but they're not passing on that to subscribers that that's what i'm saying like if you get an si subscription if they want you to renew they'll say okay you can get a subscription and each issue you know when they round it off to a year subscription each issue might be what elisa maybe a dollar or something and on the newsstand it's i don't know like five or six bucks Mm -hmm. so but the digital subscription is not reflecting that that's that's what i'm saying i wish they'd make the I would get more digital subscriptions if they weren't so expensive. That's what I'm saying. And that has no, no. I was just—I just wanted to clarify that because I, I kept saying Kindle as if Kindle was responsible for this. This is the magazines creating this content, and they're not doing the same on the Kindle devices as they're doing on the iPad. Right. So right. it's not right. Kindle's right. fault. Yeah. Now there there are some magazines that like like Sports Illustrated. I think Wired is one of them. That when you purchase the print copy you get a free digital copy, as opposed to magazines like Macworld, which Vicki, I also get, but I get the physical magazine. You have to pay one price if you want the physical magazine. You pay a separate price to get the the um, iPad version. I just want one. I don't want both. Yeah. Right, right. But I mean, you would be paying twice Yeah. for something yeah. like Macworld. They don't give you like, well, it's nineteen ninety nine for one and Thirty dollars if you want both, let's say, as opposed yeah. to nineteen ninety nine for one, or the other is also nineteen ninety nine. Right. Yeah. See, plein air, I pay a little bit more with my art magazines. I pay more for, um, you know, getting both. But there's like with the artists, I just get the digital subscription, which is absolutely fine. But it's no savings off the newsstand cost. You know, it's basically the same price as they uh, charge for the newsstand. I. You know, I, I think that more people would, bec- because of the iPad's popularity, 
you know, and more people reading their news content on the iPad, that if they made a little bit more reasonable, I think, I think it'd be great. I, I would definitely buy more content for the iPad, mm-hmm. you know, for magazines. Oh, yeah. But, but like everything else, it's, it's still a growing, it's still, you know, in its infancy. It so it could just be that, you know, it's got to go through the growing pains. And hopefully, in the next couple of years, we will see that, that you can get, you can get individual or subscriptions comparable to what you pay for physical, or maybe a tiny bit more because you do have that extra interactivity. Yeah. That's There's one, one other thing I wanted to mention about Macworld is that their magazine really is one of the less tech-enabled uh, uh, one. It's just a flat picture, you know, and you can zoom in on the text. There's nothing interactive. You can't click on links in here or anything. Really? Here. No, no. Hmm. It, that's that's not good. That's kind of ironic, um, seeing as they're a you know, yeah, tech magazine. Yeah, really. <laughs> Yeah, uh, well, uh, you know what? Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I just clicked on the Apple thing, but that's that's the only thing in this this issue that I could actually click on. There was a link, but it went out and went to the Apple.com website. There's nothing here in the articles itself that I want to be able to click on this and go to the, the to the company that they're talking about. Mm-hmm. They're talking about the product. That there's right. nothing there other than in the ads. Uh, in the ads, you can do it, but not in the articles. So that's not working for me. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So if yeah, they mention so. Evernote, for example, and it's highlighted, you can't click on Evernote and be brought to the Evernote app. Or they don't the Evernote do that. Uh, they got they got a link here, but this link is going to a macro article, the, a previous blog that they talked about. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. It's the way they write it. They don't need to do that. They it needs to be a bit more interactive. Every link I see in here is, refers to another article um, that they're relating to, that they previously mentioned something about this product. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's still, it's just clunky. And there's other magazines that aren't like that. And they should be better. This is, should be much better than that. Um, it's like having a magazine. Only thing is you can go to the links in here. That's the only thing. Links to the company. And that's it. Well, it might be good for people to purchase one issue of a of a magazine that they like to get and make sure they like it. How it, yeah. as far as how it's laid out, because maybe they do get the print version, but the mm-hmm. make sure that they like it that it's it's got the interactivity that they want. Maybe some people don't care how interactive it is, but make sure it works for their particular need. And then that way, after that, you know, spend that couple extra dollars. If you don't like it, you only spent the five dollars or so on the one issue. If you like it, subscribe. Yeah, that's what I do. I now my subscription to Macworld actually, you know, um, expired. So what I did is that now I just go get this special, like the best of the best, or you know, when they're doing a review on something, um, like the new iPhone five I wrote I buy that one. But I don't I'm not interested in a full subscription because I don't have time to read um, every magazine that comes out. Anyway. Yeah, just wanted to mention that. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> In the iBook store, there's books that are not just the regular reading books like the Steve Jobs book or, you know, whatever fiction or nonfiction book you'd like to read. There's a book that they've been offering for free for a number of months called Yellow Submarine by the Beatles. 
And it's it's cute. I started looking at that. When you look at the cover, it's it's got little bubbles that are floating up to the top of the water because it, you see the submarine. And it's it's cute. Um it I have to admit like right now it's not scrolling, so there is a little bit of problem with scrolling, but you can turn on if I can good here. You can turn it on so that the pages will be read aloud. Once upon a time. See if you can hear that. Or maybe twice. There was an unearthly paradise called Pepperland. Hopefully, let me turn that off. You heard that. But as it reads, it highlights each word, which is great for the kids because they can learn their reading at the same time. And then you can have it. And when you touch something within the page, the clouds move. Like right now, it shows the beetles. Their hats are popping up. There's little um, little videos within, little songs, little little noises that it makes. I'm touching um, the violin. And you see the little people moving it. Did you hear that? We heard it. <laughs> so it's it's cute. I mean, it just tells us, you know, it's just it tells the condensed story of the yellow submarine. And it's got little videos and, you know, you hear them speaking. You have a little bit of singing. Um, like right now I'm touching somebody's clothes and their clothes are changing colors. It just, it it's... It's just a cute, it's a cute book. It's has some interactivity. I mean, there's books that have a whole lot more interactivity, but it's got some interactivity and I think it'd be fun to read to the kids. And it's also, all kids should know about the Beatles. That's just a given. So, Oh, you and my is, husband. Do you know that's his, his license plate is Beatles? Oh, that's I love his the license Beatles. Plate. Love the well, Beatles. they're okay. <laughs> <laughs> they don't come... They don't come close to Pink Floyd, but we won't go down that route, will yeah. we? <laughs> yeah, this is no, this is this is just a fun way to introduce kids to the Beatles and also to an interact interactive um, interactive reading experience. Because, like I said, you can hit the button and the book will read to you. So you can just sit there with your child and have the book read to both of you. So there's a lot of fun books like that if you do a little searching. Some are you do pay for. Some of them are free, but. The iPad is just fantastic for this interactive reading. And I know, Suze, you said you have one that you love. Oh, I have quite a few, actually. I really, um, I've always loved books. I've always, you know, especially the interactive books. And I just think, gosh, I wish my kids were little again. I won't probably be a grandparent for a while. But the one that I love that I bought for myself was the fantastic flying books of Mr. Morris Letmore. Less more, excuse me. It's four ninety nine in the App Store. It is an iPad only app. It's beautiful, beautiful on the iPad. Moonbot Studios um, developed this, and basically, they're um, they have quite a few. They have a few apps in the app store. Very well done, uh, very graphic, beautiful. But the the fantastic chunks of Mr. Morris Less More. What I love about it is is the storyline. It's got a beautiful bot, and every single page. You do something. You touch something. There's a little hurricane that goes on. They have a piano, and you you really get involved with the story. It creates this whole world. And you know, when you read to a child, you know you're basically uh, trying to inspire uh, a world on them. And that's exactly what this book does. Basically, if you go onto YouTube, they have a little uh, short video. If you just you know. Type in Morris Lethmore, 
you'll see the little animated short. But the book itself, you know, I, I love the fact that you, I just love the fact that you touch something and something happens within the page. I think that's very exciting. And I think that's a wonderful way to encourage kids to read. So I definitely love the fantastic books of Mr. Morris Morris. This book is, this book is beautiful. Plot, it, it is. It is. It, it's, it is. I think every family owns an iPad should own this book. Whether you're a child or have a child or you're just an adult, buy it for yourself. It is a fabulous app. And the other one that's free. (laughs) The one that's I just noticed that's free in the app store and it's currently still free, as we you know um, have made this i this podcast. It's called Nighty Night HD, and it's another really well done uh, ebook. A lot of interactivity. It it gives you arrows on the page where you you tap, and it brings you into a different page where you can interact with the storyline. And they also have narration. So if you either, I like that fact that you can either read it to someone, you know, so if you have a child, or it narrates it for you. So that's a wonderful way to just click on select the narration, and it will read to, um, you know, a child. So. Both of those at 99HD and... I had difficulty finding it. It's because it's 99 exclamation point HD. Yes. Okay. Yeah, when I did 99 HD, I could, it, it would, the search didn't work, but I found it. So, but yeah. so didn't 99 I, bang didn't I, HD. Vicky, didn't I go 99? <laughs> and didn't you hear this <laughs> no. exclamation mark? <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't get that. And you know what? I got an Come A in, 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 in expression in, in uh, the first grade. <laughs> oh, so man. those are my two this recommendations. Cool. I want to be a kid again. These are just wonderful books. Wow. And I could just escape into these kind of worlds. And they, it's on iPad. That's the reason my children love iPads and us adults, too. Um, I just looked at the Yellow Submarine ones, Elisa. Mm-hmm. I, I've had it since it came out, and I never looked at it. It is, and that's a really great book. Wow, that one was free too, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Way it's back free. then, it's, I think it's still free. Oh, it's yeah. still free. Yes, it's still free. Yes, it's just it's just fun. It's a fun little book. I think it's going to be interesting to see with the iPad if kids will be um, reading earlier. You know, I, not to put pressure on parents or children to read earlier but it just seems as if it would happen as or at least i think it creates a different type of an imaginative experience for them i think it's just absolutely because a lot of these books you can turn on the read to me so so if a parent can't read to the child for whatever reason the child can just turn on the read to me and listen to the story being told and with a lot of these books, see the words being highlighted. So they, exactly. they get to understand the sound and the letters that, you know, the, you know, what sound, you know, T-H-E, that they know that after a while, that is the. And they, that's how they learn to read. So once they get into kindergarten, a lot of these kids are probably going to be pretty good readers for their ages. I read more on my iPad because of I can get library books. You know, I don't have to go physically out to the library. I can just... I can get ebooks or um, for my Kindle app through the library on the overdrive function, and I just love that. I, I find that yes. I'm reading a lot more actually. 
I did that over the summer. Mm-hmm. That was really good. And it's, it's, it's so easy. All you have to have, you just have to have an Amazon account because it goes yeah. through Amazon. That's right. Um, one of the things that we, you guys were talking about being turned on to read to me, you got to realize there's some adults that can't read and this could be a lifesaver for them. Um, mm-hmm. And the part of it is the true. stigma of not, not uh, being able to read and they could use these tools to teach themselves to read or get themselves into a certain, uh, to a certain level where they can seek help. Uh, I used to volunteer for the, the Liberty Volunteers of America and you'll be surprised at the adults that I would just spend maybe one session with and they would see a slight improvement and the confidence and the tears in their eyes at the end of the session when they realized that I know more than I really did. I just needed some help and I got somebody that can help me. These books will do a save a lot of people, help a lot of people. Um, and Apple products and um, Windows too, they got a lot of uh, accessibility features for the blind that people who can't, who are in essence illiterate can't read uh, can use uh, to their advantage. Unfortunately, they got to know how to use computers. And that might be the problem that they can't figure out how to do things because some of the stuff requires you to actually read to figure out what's going on. Uh, so, but that being said, um, Vicky, but the iPad is so easy to use. It is. You know, it's it's, it's not like the computer. You know, that's that's what's beautiful about it, like you mentioned. Yeah, yeah. So I hope that that that's what happens because I love reading so much that I I volunteered because I wanted to make sure anybody that wanted to read could read, um, and I felt so great about my contribution to it. Uh, because when people took me to the library for the first time, I fell in love with it. I fell in love with the library. I fell in love with my sister for taking me <laughs> to the library. I, I, I left that library with more books than I could carry. You know? um, and now it's all in the palm of your hand in electronic form. You can't beat that. This is, this is a wonderful time to be alive. <laughs> and there's so yeah, many really resources that you don't, if you can't afford to buy books... Like uh, Suze brought up, overdrive through your public library to borrow Mm -hmm. books that you can't, that you don't have the money to purchase. So there's so many resources out there if you just take a few minutes to look. Yeah. Yeah. Money is not about books. It's like Elisa said, it's very easy because when you go to your library, basically the e-books is usually like a separate page. You have to look for it on the web page it'll usually say ebooks and then you can go through a, like the Dallas Public Library and Tucson's Public Library it's fabulous because they are offering more and more i mean it's just pages full of ebooks and you can put them on reserve and when they become available you basically are sent an email and you just click on the link and it's like you know, you put it in your cart, you check out, and it brings you to the Amazon site, and you get it for Kindle. So the next time you open up your Kindle app, there's your library book. It's just a fabulous service, and I'm really thankful that a lot of libraries are offering that. Now it's great. Yeah, and it's all kinds of books. There's crafts books, cooks book, cook, craft books, cookbooks, nonfiction cookbooks. fiction. Yeah, there's all kinds of books, oh. so it's not you're yep. not limited to just you are limited in the respect that not every book is available. Um, right. Yeah, not everything is available as an ebook, but you're not limited as far as the category. There's 
all kinds, oh. all kinds of books. So it's just you History, basically just have everything. to, yep. So like, you know, like you said, Suzanne, you just go onto that page within your own public libraries um, webpage and just do a search. If you're looking for, you know, I, I just finished reading a few weeks ago, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. Love that just book. type that. <laughs> eh, I thought it was just eh, but that's a topic for another day. <laughs> but you can, but you know, you do a search for it. And if it's available as, a, as an ebook, it will tell you. And then you either take it out if it's available or put your name on the waiting list. So it's definitely a great resource for people to look I, into. I, I, I ended up taking out a yoga and Pilates book. It was great because, you know, the Kindle, I really like as far as graphics. I think I mentioned that to you, that the Nook really has a long way to go. Barnes & Noble really need to get that app going because I purchased a couple of art books and photography books on Barnes & Noble for Nook. And it did say, I just want listeners to be aware that you know, even though it says an enhanced version and it says it's compatible with the iPad, it's not necessarily true because the graphics, when you try to tap to magnify the graphics, you cannot. So you're relegated to having very small little graphics, and that's very frustrating. So I'm not really using the Nook app anymore, but I do like the Kindle app very much. So art, art books works, works, I think, very well with iBooks and the Kindle app. Yeah, I, I had a, um, a Nook and I returned it because my textbooks were just awful on their device. Um, and they also have a Nook app for the the PC, for your computer, and it'd be the Mac or PC, and for the iPad, and it rendered it horribly too. So um, I, I didn't particularly care for it. It's a shame. Um, Choices yeah, they have a long thing. way to go. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Kindle app is fabulous, except for magazines. But if except you're reading magazines. any kind of book, yeah, exactly. magazines, no. But reading a, ma- mm-hmm. reading a book, fabulous. I use Kindle yeah. app mostly for my textbooks because most of the time I buy the books from Amazon. And it's perfect. I, I love it. It's, it's a really good app for that. But you're right. Magazines, yeah. I wanted to mention one other category, which I don't think either one of us are interested in. It's comics. There is a IDW comics app and where you can actually purchase comics. I just recently bought purchased an Anne Rice uh, comic because I like her books. and um, But I can't get into reading this because I'm really not into comics. I'm going to force myself to read it. <laughs> um, and because it just doesn't work for me. I just don't like that genre. It's just I need... <laughs> I need more than just these pictures. I'm not that. I'm a visual person, but not that visual. I I I don't need to have pictures in these frames like this. It's just I rather see a movie. This does. It just doesn't work for me. Uh, but it is beautiful. I gotta admit that this comic is beautiful. Excellent graphics. Uh, if you want to read a comic book, I don't know why you buy them anymore. Or maybe you collect them and you hope you're going to sell them. I don't think it's worth it. I, this, look, this is going to look beautiful forever. So, what's I suggest it, what's you it sh- called? It's, I, I'm looking. It's, I'm looking it's, I love. I like. I like Jim Rice. It's ID, IDW Comics. It's their. It's their publishing. Uh, as a publishing company, but they're comics. So it's only IDW Comics. I'm sure there are other. 
uh, comic publishers. They have their own. But for some reason, I downloaded it some time ago. And just recently, I I had as I realized, you know, I, let me look at this and see um, what they have. And I, I got to admit, this looks beautiful. I don't want to read it. Mm. I just want to look at the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> so like my students, well, they were the, their parents under- just complained. The parents used to complain about them reading comic books. I said, reading is reading. I don't know if they just look at the pictures or not, but they, if they're trying to figure out what's going on in the, in the picture and they just glance at the words, they're going to they're gonna get something out of this. Well, that's me now. I'm just, I don't care about the words. I'm just looking at the pictures. It's just, it's just beautiful. That's great. But this is the purchase so books. You, you I mean, got- comic books are not free. They're not free books. Comics, that is. So you downloaded IDW Comics, the app, which is a free app, and then you purchased Ann Rice's comic from there? Yeah, they're not cheap either. They're relatively expensive. Um, at least hers was. I think hers was like, what, fourteen ninety nine. Wow. Yeah, it's a whole How collection. It, you know, it's a series, and I bought the whole... It was eleven ninety nine. Uh, it's a series, so it's like six different um, comics... Comic books, all in one. Oh, okay. So, so basically, yeah, six yeah. books for twelve dollars. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Okay, wow, it's a lot for one. Yeah, yeah, be a private. I, it's, I it's remember when Archie comics. I remember when Archie comics were twenty twenty cents. Am I showing my age? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I was never into I comic just, books. I wasn't either. So. <laughs> I have to say I do love graphic novels. The Sandman series I loved. It's by Neil Gaiman. I just absolutely adored it. I read it just a few years ago, and I just devoured it. I took it out for my library. What series is this? It. The Sandman it? series by Sandman? Neil Gaiman. I love Gaiman. Yep. And then I also like David Mack. He, he does a series called Kabuki, and he is a, just a gorgeous visual artist. His Kabuki series is a graphic novel but his watercolors are just very lush and the storyline is is complex i really like that one as well so i think those are my two favorite i wish they would offer those on the ipad i i would devour i would buy the whole sandman series without question for the ipad you guys didn't know i was so cool did you no (laughs) (laughs) well that's 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 going back to school zip quote-unquote non-traditional student and having all the 20-year-olds tell me about everything. So, so it's very cool. This, <laughs> this, is beautiful on the, this is beautiful on the retina display, this uh, IDW comics. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. It's, but imagine it would be. So um, this, I got one final thing. is is the, because I'm in school, uh, the, it's Campus Books. What's great about this app is that it allows you to enter your school's name and you can pull up the, the, the books that are required for your classes. You, you can also enter the ISBN number of a book and um, it, it'll come up also. Uh, what's great about this, I can't get to the link for some reason. The link isn't working. What's great about this is uh, I have, it's, it's for the iPad and also for the iPhone and iPod. Unfortunately, they're not they're not universal apps. They're separate ones for each device. Uh, 
but what's great about it is that if those books are available for free, you can you have access to them. Um, and that's a good thing for poor students to um, pull up books that they don't have to purchase. And that's that for Vicky. Hmm. It's just called Campus Books because I see Campus. I see it for an iPhone app, but not for a iPad. Um. You know what? I think you're right because when I pulled up my what I thought was my iPad app, it was an iPhone app because I had to do it two times to, uh, to get it to be sort of the whole screen. So you're right. It's only for for iPhone, iPod. It runs, of course, it runs on the iPad. It looks like you can scan the uh, the UPC. Yeah, and that's too. You can do that also. There checks Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Powell's, and then it, then they will even let you know if it's you, they have they have a free copy of it somewhere. You know, if it's like because they, I'm I'm telling you, schools still charge you for books that are in the public domain if you silly enough to purchase them. <laughs> when I went back to school five years ago, my books were, my books were all technology books. Oh my god, five hundred dollars mm-hmm. I spent my first semester. I paid, I, crazy. I paid $500 tuition my first semester when I went to college after high school. This time what? I paid five. When I graduated high school and went to college, I went to community college. Oh, okay. It was but even then, that's inexpensive for community college. Yeah, I went, it was, the first year was $500 a semester. This time, okay. wow! I, I forget what I paid. I went back in 2007. I forget what I, I went back. Actually, I went back to the same community college to get another degree. But it was, I spent $500 the first semester on books. Wow. You know, one book was $150. Like, come on. <laughs> wow. It was, and it was my most hated class, too. Yeah, insults. It's injury. absolutely crazy what they charge for books. Yeah. It is. And the thing is, with colleges, and I'm sure a lot of people already know this, is you even if it's a book that you don't want, history, English, whatever, when you sell it back to the bookstore, not only do you get nothing for it, but you can't even give it to somebody for the next semester or the next year because they changed the book. Yeah. You know, so if you have a friend or a sibling who's taking that class, you could say, oh, here, here's my book. Use that. Nope. Different book. I just downloaded the Fantastic Flying Books of Mr. Morris Lesmore. And it is cute. This is fantastic. You know, you know the thing with the thing with books, though, and I think it's also with manuals. You know, you know, United. A lot of the airlines are putting their pilot manuals on the iPad. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you think about kids and their, and just think about their, their skeletal system, and they have all these heavy books in backpacks. I know L.L. Bean here in Maine sells kind of ergonomic backpacks for these kids. I know my son, when he was in junior high and high school, the books he had to carry. And how cool is it just to have the textbooks on the iPad? You know, no more no more putting out their back. Sometimes, you know, with scoliosis and, you know, other types of uh, skeletal issues that teenagers have, you know, I, I wonder how it exacerbates it with these heavy, heavy backpacks. It's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Some of these books weigh a ton. Yeah, you know, yeah they do. And one weird know. thing about those books is that, you know, my, you know in my master's program, we have open book tests. I can search and find the information so much faster than somebody trying to look through a paper book. 
Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, and you can highlight, I, 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 take it, notes, and delete them. Yeah. And un, 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 delete and you, the highlights and pass it on to somebody else to use. Because you know, you can people can rent your books to do Amazon. So. But you know, the other thing, so Vicky, cool. is like when you, when I was at school, and you know, you'd have this list, all these lists of books that you needed to buy. And, you know, a lot of times mm-hmm. I would go on, like, textbooks.com or I'd go to Amazon to try to find a used version. And even though it was a different edition, pretty much the content was the same. But that's where a lot of these publishers make money is that they just maybe change a few words of the chapters. They maybe add a, just a little bit of content. And then, you know, mm-hmm. you're talking about maybe $20 for a used version as opposed to 120 for the brand new version. You know how much easier it is. Yeah, they may, up, they, they up- may update some. They may update some examples of, of whatever they're they're discussing, and that's it. <laughs> you got a new edition. Yeah. Oh, fix it. So how cool is it? Just how cool is it when you have the textbook on your iPad, and they need to have, you know, add content? You just up update it. You know, I mean, really. No, no, they don't do that. <laughs> you have to buy the book again. I know. And no way. Wrong. Are you kidding? That is wrong. Once you buy the book, it yeah. should be yours. Yeah. Well, this right. is something that we could go on and on and on, but yes. it's time to it's time to wrap up. So I want to thank everyone for listening, and please please add to the conversation. Leave us a comment on either mymac.com or on three like, three geekyladies.com, which the three is spelled out. And also enter our contest to win Write PDF, which is an iPad app. Uh, we're giving it away totally free. We would just like you to leave a comment and give us some show ideas. You know, what would you like to hear us talk about? What do you think about books? What do you uh, do? You like to read books on your iPad? Do you like the Nook, the look, the Nook app that Vicky and Suze aren't overly enthused with? Do you like reading magazines on the Kindle app that I'm not thrilled with? We want to hear from you. So on that, I want to say thanks for listening. And we will see you in a couple of weeks. Good night. Good night. Have you heard about Not Another Mac Podcast? Oh, not another Mac Podcast. Yeah, so you've heard of it then. Heard of what? Not Another Mac Podcast. Gaz, you keep repeating yourself. I'm just telling you the name of the show. No, you don't. You keep telling me about Not Another Mac Podcast. Yep, that's the one. What's the one? Not Another Mac Podcast. Gaz, you nitwit Brit, have, have you been drinking? No, you big yank tank. Listen... Not Another Mac Podcast is a roundtable discussion with Mac users and experts from all over the world. Hey, Gaz, we've been on that podcast. Are we experts now? Oh, brother. You can find us in iTunes by searching for Not Another Mac Podcast or get it through the Stoplight Network podcast feed. <laughs>